All right, so we here, man. Um, I guess welcome to my first ever podcast. Um, yeah, bro. Um, I <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna start this. I guess I'll just open up. But um, so yeah, the awards were yesterday, not the BET awards. Well, the BET awards were the day before that, but um. Yeah, man, NBA Awards before that. I got the winners right in front of me. I got the nominees right here in front of me. Um, so I'm going to just, I guess, explain who I think was quote-unquote robbed and who I think maybe deserved it. And just go from there, I guess. Um, I guess I'm going to start with the most obvious, which was Sixth Man. Um, Lil Will, Sabonis, Montrezl Harrow. I counted out Montrez Harrell. Like, I just took him out because it's like, how are you going to have two nominees for six men on the same team? Like, there's only one sixth man. I, I don't know how I felt about that. So, I just, I don't know. I just took out Harrell from that. But although he was doing pretty good in the playoffs, especially, he showed up. Um, you just can't have two sixth men, man. There's a sixth man, then there's a seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. There's not two sixth men. Um... But Lou Will won that last night, um, and I th- I think he deserved it. You know, um, twenty three and five, forty two point five percent shooting. He, I mean, he just he's he's just unreal. And then he has so many games where he just he's that spark off the bench that the Clippers need. Like player people, I don't know. People seem to hate when great players come off the bench. Like people hated it when Ginobili did it. People hated it when even Harden did it. And now people are hating when Lou Will does it. Where, you know, they could be starting and dropping as many points as they want. But, like, I just I just feel like it don't work like that. There, there's, all, there's always going to be that player that's, like, their team is so good that he just has to come off the bench. Like, he's, he's good, but the starters are so good that he has to come off the bench and then hoop. Like, there's players like that, but, like... Like I said, people like Lou Will and stuff like they would rather just want to be that spark plug off the bench. Um, and Lou Will just does it great. You know, he comes in, he comes in, and sometimes he'll give you thirty, sometimes he'll give you forty off the bench, and that's like, you know, that's crazy. And then they go out there and win games. Clippers played really good this season, and he was a big part of it. I think he was their leading scorer. He was their leading scorer off the bench. So that says that says a lot about what kind of spark and what he means to the team, what kind of role he plays. Um, if it's not broken, don't fix it. I think that's just how Lou Will is. If he's coming off the bench, still dropping twenty, like why start? Um, Sabonis fourteen nine and three. I don't. Sabonis will be good. I have a feeling Sabonis in next. In the next, like, what, one or two years? I have a feeling Sabonis will be good. Um, he's good right now, but, you know, um, I just think Lou will, in terms of the part he plays on the team's success, is just way bigger than Sabonis, you know? Sabonis got Darren Collison, Victor Oladipo. I mean, not not just that, but it's just like, you know, when you think of the Pacers, you just think, like, Sabonis is, like, the last person. I mean, not the last, but 
one of the last people to come to mind, but like Clippers, and it's just like Lou Will's leading that team off the bench, which says a lot. Um, but yeah, Montrezl Harrell didn't have a bad season either. I don't want to discredit anything he has, but you just can't have two six men, bro. That's you just you just can't have two six men. I mean, it's just simple as that. There's a sixth man, and then there's seventh, eighth, nine, tenth, eleven, twelve, reserve, reserve, and all that. So like, you you just can't. Maybe there's games when he played six, like had the most minutes off minutes off the bench, but overall, Lou will just he demolishes this every year. It seems like it's always the same people, unless they get hurt. Like if Lou will gets hurt, somebody else finally has a chance. Um, and people were saying Derrick Rose. Should have been a nominee, but um, I don't know how I felt about that. Just because I understand that he's came a long way. He really has. Since that torn ACL, he has really came a long way. But, um, you know, injury after injury, injury after injury, and he's starting to, like, you know, sort of kind of turning. He's still not athletic as he was, but he's coming back to the kind of the MVP player he was. You know, that 50-point game, it was emotional. But it deserved moment of the year, but I don't think it deserved six men of the year. Not, not, yeah. I'm, D Rose, my guy. I love Prime D Rose. I love watching Prime D Rose highlights, but he just, I don't know how I felt about that, man. People really, people were really upset that he didn't get in there, but I just don't know. I just don't think he deserves it. All right, man. Um, on to the next one. Siakam won most improved player of the year. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. People, people, like, almost everyone is saying, you know, D'Angelo got robbed. D'Angelo Russell got robbed. But, like, I don't know, man. I really don't know. It's, it's it's a tough case. Overall, I think D'Angelo Russell should have got it. I really do think he should have got it. But I think the reason that people picked Siakam is just because he's unknown. If you look at the stats, like, you know, Siakam averaged almost 17, 7 rebounds, 3 assists on 54.9% shooting. Compared to last year, 7.3, to 50% from the field. That's a nine-point jump. That's a two-point, I mean, that's a two-rebound difference. That's a one-assist jump. D'Angelo Russell, this year, averaged 21, four, seven assists. Compared to last year, 15 points, 3.9 assists again. And 5.2, I mean, my bad, 3.9 rebounds and 5.2 assists. Now, I I really don't know. But like I said, I think think the reason people, you know, counted, not counted out, but counted Siakam, like, put Siakam really high is, like, nobody, people will try to say they knew him last year and, Oh yeah, he's. I I I saw glimpses from him. I knew he's like like. Come on now, but like, like nobody saw. Like nobody knew who he was. He's, you know, he's made a name for himself now. You know, people used to say Pascal Siakam last year. Anybody, 
who 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 is that? You know who is that? But like you know, D'Angelo, he was he was kind of known. He was kind of known throughout the uh, NBA. You know, just just maybe it was just because he was a Laker. That's what people say, but he was starting to come out of his shell. You know, he was supposed to be hooping back on the Lakers, but you know, I guess things don't happen like that. I guess. I guess maybe he needs to be the primary scorer. That's what they say sometimes. But overall, I think D'Angelo should have won. To be the primary scorer on the Brooklyn Nets, not a team that, you know, blah, 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 you know, doesn't have, really doesn't have players. Their second best player is Karis LeVert, you know. Um, I just think that he plays a bigger role. And for that reason, I think he should have got it. He plays a bigger role on a playoff team, led that team to the playoffs. But Siakam, you know, he's he's he's. I, is he the third option? I think he is the third option. I would say he's the third option. They'll probably try to make him and Kyle Lowry even out the second option last next year if Kawhi come back. But overall, I just think. I just really think D'Angelo should have won that. But I don't know. I, I guess so. I mean, it could have gone either way for me. People are really acting like, oh, he really got right. He really, like, they're, like, people are really trying to seem like, you know, people are really getting robbed when it's it's close races. You know, they're, they're, they're supposed to be close races. You know, they're not supposed to just, it's not, I mean, for six men, it's an obvious winner, but you know overall, it's just not. You know, it's it's really always a close race, and there's always going to be people that said, you know, so and so got robbed, but I don't think he got robbed. I just think it could have went either way here. Don't get me wrong, Siakam's a hooper, but you know, if if I had to choose, if I was able to vote for who I thought was uh, most improved. I would have voted for D'Angelo just because he led the team to led his team, the Brooklyn Nets, who are in a rebuilding state here, who weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. You know, he let he led them to a freaking he led them to the playoffs. You know, he just led them to the players playoffs. Simple as that. And you know, and now everybody's now the Lakers want him back. Now you know a bunch of teams are trying to get him as he enters free agency. So it's like you know. I think he just—he's a hooper, man. He's all—he was an all-star this year. Um, and another thing that I think really pops out to me is the games he played. He played like what forty-eight, fifty games last year, compared to like seventy-eight or eighty this year. You know, he—he he was just—you know—he last year he—I he, wouldn't say he disappeared, but you know, he just. He wasn't, you know, you know when players just get hurt for, like, a portion of the season and you just, like, forget about them. You forget their name. You forget, I mean, you don't forget their name, but, like, you forget how they play. You forget their stats. You just forget everything. Like, it, it, it it's, I think it's going to happen with KD and Clay next year. You know, you're, you're not going to be able to rank them in top five because it's just, like, you're not going to be able to rank KD in top five because it's, like, you know, I haven't seen him play in a long time. I don't want to rank him super high, and then when he comes back the next season, he's going to be freaking, you know, not as good. But 
D'Angelo just proved everyone wrong there, I think. And um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm fine with Siakam winning it. I'm completely fine with it because I think the word, I think I hate the word deserve because either, like both players deserve it. Like if, if they was able to give out two of these awards, like if they was able to split this award, they was they would have probably split it with them. But um in terms of earning it, I think D'Angelo Russell won it. People say deserve. I hate that word because, you know, it's just crazy. Um But yeah, that's that's the most improved player of the year, I guess. Pascal Siakam, I mean, I guess. Yep, I guess. Um, but I'm gonna just leave it at that. Um Yeah, man. <clears throat> On to Rookie of the Year. And I I don't know. I, Trey is my favorite player. Trey, ever since he played for Norman North, you know, he, he was on Ball in Life, you know, everything. I used to love him. But, you know, in terms of who won it, in terms of who should have won it, of course, I think it's Luca. But, but people, you know, compared to, you know, the six, I mean, not six man, but like the MVP and, you know, the most improved, people are acting like, you know, un, like, I, oh my gosh, I, I, I forgot what I'm like trying to explain. What am I trying to say? Okay, oh yeah, okay, so like, unlike, you know, the most improved race, and, like, the MVP race, you know, people are just saying, like, for those, like, it could have gone either way. Like, it could have went to either, and people would have been fine with it, you know? But um, in terms of this one, people were just acting like Luka was just a runaway. People like, Luka was just, he was just that better than Trey Young. He was just that better than DeAndre Ayton. Um, like, Trey Young, he averaged 19 points. He averaged 19, 4, and 8 you know, um, Luca only averaged two more points, four more rebounds, which I believe, I think you're supposed to average more rebounds than him. But that's not completely true because Russell Westbrook, you know, gets triple doubles all the time. But at the end of the day, if you watch him, he look he does still rebounds. But that's that's for that's for another time. That's for another time. But um yeah, but people are really acting like Luka Doncic is that much ahead of them. Like, overall, Luka is better. But I think that people counted out Trey Young because Luka is just, he's just, people have never seen anything like that. You know, people have never seen him, you know, come in from a Euro League and just start hooping and hooping. Like, you know... Most of the time when you're from the Euro League, like, you know, people expect you the the narrative is like they'll be decent, but they won't be great. You know, Miko Miritich, you know, players like that, you know, come from the Euro League and do decent. But this man just comes out of the Euro League and starts hooping. And you know, um But I but I really think it could have gone either way. Luca deserved I mean I, I like I said I hate the word deserved, but Luca Got it for a good reason. I think he really should have won it. Um, but Luca's right behind him. Everybody's really acting like Luca's like super far ahead of him. Trey and 
and DeAndre. I'd like to. I'd probably say DeAndre is are they both right behind him? Um, I don't. Jaron Jackson's up there too. They're, they're, this rookie class was low key good, but I don't know. It does bother me that people really think Luca's that much better. Um, you know, Trey Young just Trey came on late. You know, Trey Young came on late. Um, I think if he was doing what he was doing at the end of the season, towards the beginning of the season, then I he most definitely would have won it. He most definitely would have won it. But um, the Hawks are going to be good next year. I guarantee you guys that. The Hawks will be great next year. Picked up Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter. You know, John Collins is young talent. Kevin Horder got a torch. He got a burner. Um, and I, I think what I think what made Trey Young loss, I mean lose, and maybe DeAndre is that they just came on late. And I think because of that, you know, I think the cause of that was that you know they didn't find I wouldn't say find the rhythm, but they didn't know how to fit into the league yet. College is a way another level. I mean, college is a way lower level than the NBA, and people really be acting like you know. It's, you know, it's pretty much just another level. Like, no, it's, it actually is really a difference. Like, if you watch college basketball compared to NBA basketball, like, you see how much more shots go down in the NBA compared to, you know, the college basketball and how good players are. But um, I think also what Luka did this season started out from the EuroLeague. He he started playing grown ups, you know. He came from playing grown ups, busting grown ups, you know. He was he was smacking grown ups, and people people say, oh, you shouldn't be able to come from the Euro League and be a rookie, but because you're pretty much playing pro, like that's like I I was literally having that conversation with my friend last night. He was like, Trey got robbed, whatever, and I was like, you could say that, but like, did he really? Like Luca had a better season. Believe me, I love Trey Young. Believe me, I want to say Trey Young got robbed. I want to say it, but I just can't because it's not the truth. And then he was just like, you know, Luka came from the Euro League already. That's pretty much already being pro. He's pretty much already been a pro for a year. You know, why does he get to be a rookie now in the league? And it's just like, you know, he's already played with grown up, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, um, so you're telling me if somebody comes up from the G League, to the NBA, then they're what they're they're not they shouldn't be considered a rookie. And he was like, no, oh, they should still be considered a rookie. I was like, dude, you're proving my point here. Like, you know, NBA pros come from you know the G League. They come from Euro League. They come from anywhere, or they move down there. But with that being said, you know, you it's like I said, the Euro League and the NBA League. I'm NBA League. The Euro League and the NBA is a whole different level. And if you think it's not, then you got to watch freaking videos. They they average like 50 points a game in 12-minute quarters, just like the NBA. So, like, you know, the skill level is just insane. Um, but, yeah, Luka, he earned it. But Trey Young and DeAndre, are, they're not behind them at all. Luca Luca and the Mavs. 
they'll be good next year. You know, they got Kristaps. They lost some, maybe some assets because of the Dennis Smith and all that. But all around, they're they're turning out to be, you know, they could they could be pretty good in the next two years, just like the Hawks. Though the Hawks are up there too, two good rookies. You know, um, I think it'll be nice to see both of them play. You know, even them next year, just play against each other because you know, that's that's just. I don't know. It's just the young talent, you know, that both teams have, along with the Suns, you know, DeAndre and them. Jaron Jackson got John is finna get John Morant. John Morant, you know, I I can't wait for the you know, I cannot wait for the years to come in the NBA because these rookies, like what I'm seeing right now, the glimpses that they give right now, it's they're gonna be great. They're gonna be great. The NBA is gonna. It's going to be lit, bro. Um, <clears throat> on to the next one, which is the one and only MVP. I don't know how to feel about this, though, man. I don't know how to feel about this. Giannis won, of course. If you didn't know that, I don't know what you're doing. But Giannis won, of course. Um, twenty-seven point seven, pretty much twenty-eight, twelve and a half rebounds, six assists, on fifty-eight percent shooting. Not to mention, led his team to the best record in the league, going sixteen and twenty-two. I don't know. I don't know, man. Harden. 36, 7, and 7 and a half. 36 points, 6.6 rebounds, 7.5 assists. On 44.2% shooting. Giannis does it on 57.8% shooting. Harden and the Rockets won 53 games. And people really want to, people, people are really trying to act like, you know, Giannis is, you know, what's it called? Giannis is, like, you know, it's 60 wins compared to 53, and people are really acting like he led his team to the best record in the league. Like, the second best record in the league was low-key right behind them, and so was the third. Like, you know, the East, I mean, the West, the, the Rockets were in the West. Arden is in the West with 53 wins as a fourth seed. That's a good record. That is a good record. Like that that is a good record, dude. But I think because he they got the fourth seed, it's a problem. Even though they were only seven games behind the best record in the league. You see you see how that's working? You know, people are really I think the seed shouldn't matter. Like people are too busy looking at the seed and how they got the fourth. Giannis and them got the first, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think it, no, nah, bruh, nah, bruh. Um, Giannis, I know that it's a regular season award. I get that. I get that it's a regular season award and playoffs and finals and all that. Have nothing to do with it. Which is exactly why. Which is exact 
exactly why I think Harden should have won it. I really, I really, I knew they was going to pick Giannis just because I know they hate, they hate to see MVPs go back to back. They probably hate it just because, you know, you need diversity. You need diversity in this league. But still, Harden dropped 36 points. When is the last time someone dropped average 36 points? Am I able to look that up? I think I am. I'm about to go look that up. Alright, so the last time somebody got even close to freaking dropping 36 points a game was Kobe Bryant, 05-06, 35.4. The last time somebody averaged 36 points or more was 1986, and of course, the one and only Michael Jordan, averaging 37.1 points. And then after that, goes all the way back to Will Chamberlain days. All the way back to Will Chamberlain days. And Harden was just making history. Every single game, it just, you know, you you just see, like, you know, he drops 40, and it's like, oh, again? Oh, like, oh, wow, really? That's, that's, that's normal, you know? Like, when have you heard of that? When have you heard of a player just dropping 40, and then everyone's just like, you know, oh, that, that's his memoir. I mean, not, not, is that the word? What's what's the word? We're like, oh, that's just his memoir. What is? What do they say? Like when it's just like, you know, he just does on the regular now. Like, oh yeah, that's Harden for you. Dropped forty, and then people want to, you know, people want to say, oh, it's free throws. Oh, he gets a lot of his points, like you know, from the free throw line and blah blah blah. But like, Harden. I mean, if if you really, like, people really hate, you know, free throws. But I think free throws just show your aggressiveness. Like, people will say it's stat padding. People will say, you know, he's trying to get to his line the hardest so that he can get freaking, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, like, nah, bruh. If you were going to get points, get them how you want them. If you want, like, bro, that's serious. If you're going to get points, get them how you get them. Dead serious. Now, defensively, yeah, Giannis did better, you know. 1.3 steals, 1.5 blocks. 
But also notice, Giannis shot 9.5, pretty much 10 free throws a game. Is that, that, that's, that's low-key a lot. That's low-key a lot. That's low-key a lot, dude. I don't know, man. Compared to James Harden's 11, Giannis attempts 9.5 free throws. Harden attempts 11, and you guys mean to tell me that 1.5 attempt difference really matters? Does it really? That's still a chance at 10 points. That's pretty That's pretty much like what? Let's just say they shot. What What did they shoot? I'm going to look. What did they shoot? Like. All right, so Harden made 9.7 free throws a game. That's what? About 10 of his points. That's about 10 of his points. And then Giannis makes seven free throws a game. So really, people are really acting like, you know, the free throws matter. When whole time, James Harden is pretty much only averaging two more points of him because of free throws. If... Harden shot as many free throws as Giannis at the same rate as Giannis. Harden would still average about two points. I mean, what? 34 points. Like, really? Really, y'all? It's that much of a difference? And then people say he's a stat pattern, blah, blah, blah. I don't care, dude. If you are getting points efficiently and it is helping your team win, it's points, you know? It's points. And also, people say Giannis carried his team. Giannis carried his team. Are we going to sit up here and act like Harden didn't? CP3 played 58 games this season. Capella played 67 games this year. For the Bucks. Middleton, 77. Bledsoe, 78. Brooke Lopez, 81. And the li- it just goes on. Like, And you mean to tell me that Giannis carried them? Chris Middleton, a, a all-star? CP3 didn't make all-star. Maybe he did get snubbed. Capella didn't make all-star. Maybe he did get snubbed. But at the same time, they did only play 67 and 58 games. And that's when Harden comes and drops his 460-plus games, his 655-plus point games, his 850-plus point games. Like, that's just unheard of. That is unheard of. 850-plus games. 850-point-plus games. There's 82 games in the season. That means one out of 10 games, he is dropping 50 on you. Every one out of 10 games, he's dropping 50 on your head. That's insane, dude. That is insane to me. When CP3's out and Capella's out, he steps up. Harden steps up. When Middleton and Bledsoe and Lopez... Oh, that's right. They were barely out this season. I don't know. Maybe I am ranting too hard. But Harden really, overall, 
should have won. I get it. Giannis is different. Giannis, you can give Giannis most dominant player. You can give him that title. You can give him that title. But do I feel like, you know, you put Giannis on the Rockets, no CP3, no Capella. Are they are they winning are they winning 60 games? Are they winning 60 games? Now maybe Harden on the Bucks isn't win 60 games too, but I mean, are are they winning 53 if you put Giannis on the Rockets and he has the same season that he did? I I don't know. I don't know. Middleton averaged 80, 18 points. Middleton got some of the wealth. He averaged 18 points. CP3 averaged what? Middleton averaged 18 points. Chris Paul, second best player on the team, averaged 16 with 58 games played. With 58 games played. I don't know, man. I don't know. I really don't know. It was a tight race, like it should have been. Of course, like it should have been. But was... Is Giannis... I I don't know. It's just hard for me to do that. When you average 36 points a game... Something that hasn't been done since freaking, what, um, what I say, Kobe did? I mean, not even Kobe, MJ? That's like, what, what is that? Like, 25, maybe 30 years? 25 to 30 years? That's insane. That's insane. Giannis, defensively, he is better. I'll give him that edge. I will give him that edge. But another thing that really bothers me is when people are only like, you know, he's 24. The offense will come. I'm not talking about when it will come. I am talking about right now. Right now, dude. I am talking about right now. I don't even like Harden like that. But you cannot sit up here and tell me. 36 points a game compared to 28, you know, and to, and, and you mean to tell me, you think that if CP3 and Capella play some of the games when Chris Paul, I mean, when James Harden had 50 plus, 60 plus, you know, when, when James Harden was on that streak, even though Chris Paul, you know, they, Chris Paul and James Harden beefing right now, you mean to tell me you think that they're still, you know, a 53-win team? No way, dude. No possible way. Like I said, I, I, I want y'all to know this. You, everyone's acting like Giannis is just this great defensive player. 
super de- great defensive player. Harden had two steals. Harden averaged two steals, which isn't a lot. But guess what? It's more than Giannis. He averaged 0.7 blocks. Giannis only averaged 0.6 more. Is he really that good of a defensive player? Like, is he really? And then once again, you're 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 long, you're long, you're lanky, you're tall, you're low key supposed to get boxed, but you can't say that. I can't say that for everybody just because, you know, there's big men that are trash at defense. But I mean, in all honesty. Come on, bro. Come on now. I don't want to keep ranting about this because, like I said, it could have went either way. I'm fine with the honest winning. He deserved it just as much as Harden did. But do I think Harden should have got it? Yes. Yes, I think Harden should have got it. Everyone wants to hop on the Giannis bandwagon while he's still young. You know, while... Before he really, really, really blows up. Before he, quote-unquote, gets that jumper and starts destroying everybody. I don't care. Harden was that man this year. And I know, like I said, I know the playoffs don't count. But, you know, he he showed glimpses. He gave us 40-point games in the playoffs. He gave us 40-point games against the Warriors where he usually, quote-unquote, chokes. You know, last year people were bashing Harden about that. Ah, uh, yeah, this this is your MVP. This is your MVP. Blah blah blah. What about Giannis? What about Giannis? I think everybody got that mindset where ah, uh, Harden's usually not getting in the playoffs. That's why we don't want to give it to him. What about Giannis? Like I said, the playoffs don't matter, so I understand. But what about Giannis? I just don't know. I just don't know. Like I said, I can't change nothing about that. Giannis, he deserved it. I mean, he 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 deserved it just as much as Harden. And, you know, from there, it was just... To me, I think it was a popularity race. I really think it was. And Giannis is blowing up on a scale that's insane compared to other people. You know, his team success, all that, blowing up at his... Insane rate. I think that's why, you know, he won MVP. And I can't change that. But, yeah. Um, I really think Harden should have won. Um, yeah, so I guess, I guess I'm going to just end it right there. Um, I think Harden should have won MVP. Lou Will was just, it was a blowout for that race. Um... D'Angelo and Siakam would have went either way. I would have picked D'Angelo, but I guess Trey and Luca. Even though Trey is my guy, I'm literally a Trey Young hoodie is on the way to my house as we speak. It's literally getting delivered. But Luca, quote unquote, outperformed him this year, even though he really didn't do it by that much. Really, only averaged two point more assists. I mean, two two more points. And four rebounds, even though you're big, you're supposed to get more rebounds. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. 
you know, I don't know. This, this is my first podcast, so I guess, let me know if I did good, I guess. Um, but yeah, um, with that being said, I'm out, I don't know what to talk about, I'm just, you know, when something big in free agency happens, when a big trade goes down, I'll be here, I'll be here, for sure, I, I, I low-key want to start, you know, doing this at a, you know, consistent rate, I feel like it would be fun, um, maybe get a couple friends in here to do this, so we can maybe debate, you know, I might, and if if the free agency and the offseason starts to get dry, maybe I'll just do like a top 20 players, you know, in the league right now, or something like that, um, but yeah, that being said, I'm out, I'll see y'all later, yeah, peace.